You're listening to How They Did It and Why, where we learn from the experiences of others. So today, I am hitting you with a review on Beyond Meat, okay? And I know there's some people out there who are like, okay, you may not have any interest in it at all. You may be like, look, I am team meat and I am always going to be, but you might enjoy this review because I am not somebody who is a complete vegetarian or vegan. Although I love this Beyond Meat, and I'll give you my full review and my reasons why in, in just a couple minutes here throughout this podcast, I'm still going to eat meat. I hate to say it. I really love bacon a whole lot. You know, I just try to like limit my intake of certain things. That's the way that I manage my diet. I don't um, eliminate everything, although there are some things on my personal um, diet choice list that I, I don't have at all, but I do still have some meat on there. So don't worry, you know, this is not going to be a completely, you know, biased review from like a vegan or vegetarian that's just going to completely push you away from me. I'm going to give you like a meat eater's point of view on Beyond Meat. And I think it says a lot that, you know, although I am still a meat eater and I actually do like this product. So that might be something interesting for you if you are still a meat eater as well. Okay. So first I want to just kind of give you some information on the product itself. Okay. So there's a lot of reasons that I actually like Beyond Me. I'm actually going to go ahead and quickly put up a little um, screen share here for you guys so that you can kind of see what I mean. So first of all, this is their website. And I like the fact that they give you so much information on their website about their brand. So if you go over to the ingredients right here, it gives you the key ingredients that make this burger so good, make this meat so good. And they have a lot of other products too, which I'll visit. But the key in ingredients are the food is simple. It's made from plants. It's non-GMO, no hormones, no antibiotics, no cholesterol. You know, they believe it's the future of food. So you do like eliminate a lot of those things, you know, by eating this burger. Okay. So it is a good substitute, or maybe you're someone with high cholesterol and you're looking to cut back. Maybe you're going to treat yourself to a real burger, like once a month, but you want to eat meat, uh, you know, weekly or daily. This could be a great substitute. Okay. And here's the reason why it's a protein burger. Okay. But the main proteins that they use are pea protein, mung bean, fava bean and brown rice. So those are the proteins. They also use some fats in here as well, which is coconut oil and canola oil. Now, I know some people have raised concerns about um, the amount of cocoa butter that is in these. Here's my take on it. You eat in regular trans fats from a regular burger. So, you know, you're going to get it one way or the other. You're going to get some unhealthy fats one way or the other. And again, just like you're not supposed to eat red meat all day, every day, who's to say that you're too, you know, supposed to eat an a Beyond Meat burger all day, every day either. So if you're having it, you know, once a week or what have you, you know, I really don't feel like that's really going to negatively impact your health very much. Okay. So they put some minerals in there as well. They have some calcium, some iron, some salt, some potassium chloride, okay? For the colors, they use beet juice, apple extract, and some other natural flavors. And I know the 
natural flavors can be one that a lot of people get hung up on. You're not going to escape everything. You know what I mean? Even with a regular meat burger, there's some natural ingredients in there that are anonymous as well that you're never going to know too. So for me, that's not um, really concerning because I do feel that the fact that this is a pea protein burger um, and they are pretty transparent about the key ingredients in it, for me, that's enough. Okay. Um, I will say I like this burger a lot more than the Impossible Burger because the Impossible Burger is basically just a soy burger. And if you're like me and can't do soy, then the Impossible Burger is not a good option for you. This Beyond Meat Burger is great because it is a pre-protein burger. If you have digestive issues, this burger or this meat or these, this company of meat products will be great for you because Pea protein is super easy to digest. And it is also great if you are, you know, you work out, maybe you're an athlete or just someone who works out regularly. This is going to be a great source of protein for you as well. It's going to keep you full and your muscles sustained and everything throughout your day. So I really do um, like this. Now, they also go um, into a little bit more of the, you know, proteins and things that they use and the different. Um, ways that they, their process, you know, what their process is a little bit. And I have some pretty interesting information um, regarding that later on, some firsthand information that I actually got from the owner of this brand himself. So keep listening, keep watching to kind of have some more two cents um, on that. So some of the products that they offer. So if you don't want a burger, they got some other stuff too. They got meatballs, Beyond Sausage. I have tried the Beyond Sausage. I have tried the Beyond Burger. I like the taste of both of them. I do feel like it tastes pretty close to meat. I mean, only difference is really the texture um, is a little bit different, although it's not that far off from a ground beef burger, okay? it you know, falls apart a little bit easier in your mouth. It does not get dry. So it is more, more of a, um, has that nice, you know, it's still moist. It's really good. And again, you could flavor these and season it however you like. They did put a lot of research and spent years, which I will also talk about a little bit more in this years, developing the taste of it. You know, it really has that kind of you know, backyard barbecue, you know, something you threw on the grill yourself, taste to it once you get it cooked and everything. So for me, I like the way it tastes, guys. And I don't really, you know, like a lot of substitutes, you know, I like just to have the regular stuff that we've been eating forever. But I like this. I really, really do. And I like it because it, first of all, I trust the brand. So that's number one thing for me as a consumer. But second, it also does taste good. It doesn't taste like cheap and, you know, leave you, it doesn't leave you wondering, you know what I mean? It just, it tastes like it's supposed to taste. It tastes like what the brand says that they put in it. You don't get a pea protein taste though. They do put a lot of flavorings and seasoning, just the same kind of seasonings and things that you would put on pork and beef and chicken and all those things is the way this tastes. So I really, really do love the taste. Again, it's a great substitute if you're trying to maybe wean off of meat. You know, um, 
I, I really have to say, I like the taste and you could cook this a bunch of different ways. You know, it is a little bit more pricier than certain meats, but sometimes I've seen like the Beyond Ground Beef has beat the price at my local grocery store of some of the regular ground beef. So I'm like, if it's going to beat the price of the regular ground beef and I don't get that heavy fat, you know, that I would from the regular beef burger, why not? You know, so for me, it's just something that I add in. I still treat myself to, you know, regular meat and I have regular meat often as well, but this is just on the table as well now. So, and I really like it. So um, let's talk a little bit, you know, about the person behind the brand. Okay. So if you did not know, Ethan Brown is a founder and CEO of Beyond Meat and, um, you know, I did actually get to meet him, um, which was super cool because I will tell you that beyond me in the past couple of years, like they have really just kind of taken off. And um, I actually got to buy some stock in this brand, like right when they first came out, I was actually like watching it. And I don't know why that was on my radar because it's like the only meat brand that I ever invested in. But I just kind of started doing research on this company like before you know their ipo and i was like when this brand comes out i'm gonna buy some of this stock and i was glad that i did because it did really really well you know so it really i have to say it just you know it works and everything you know i was happy that i got to meet him he was super down to earth and friendly got to visit the one of the headquarters locations in El Segundo, California. And how often do you get to say that like, you know, you got to meet the, you know, owner of the billionaire brand that you invested in that like never happens, but that was pretty cool. It happened to me and I was happy because, you know, I got to tell him that and he was like, oh, that's awesome. And he was super nice and down to earth, super friendly, very respectful of his team. You know, he is like one of the top places to work you know, just regarding how he treats his employees that work, you know, on the behind the scenes projects and that work in the um, manufacturing facilities as well. So just awesome stuff. So a little bit more about him. So he, Ethan Brown started uh, the, basically the parent company of Beyond Meat um, way back in 2009. That was a Savage River Inc. And what he did was he actually contacted two University of Missouri professors and they had actually already been working on a meatless protein for years. So he actually basically shared that he, you know, just for his own health, decided that he wanted to see what was possible to make a meatless burger, make meatless um, products. And so he just had a passion that he really held onto and reached out to the right people and made it happen. So basically um, the two university professors that he contacted um, were Harold Puff and uh, Professor Fasong Hase, which I'm pretty sure I said that wrong, but those two spent years, like a decade in the lab, like getting the um, protein isolate just right so that it came up with the right meat-like texture. And again, the key components of that were, you know, basically 
getting the pea protein isolate and the mung bean, mung bean protein to actually work together well. So they were able to do that. And it took a lot of time. And um, then that decade goes by and then it took another five years for them to get like the taste of it right. So I always like to share this type of information with people because when you see kind of all of the work that went in behind the scenes, you appreciate the brand that much more like, you know, it was probably pushing almost like 20 years at this point to get this product from idea to fruition, but that's okay because like I was saying before, he had a massive payoff because um, his um, brand actually went public. His IPO was on, let me make sure I get this right, um, in July. No, excuse me. So his initial pu public offering was on May 2 of 2019, okay? And at that point, through a round of um, several rounds, I believe, of investing, they already had an evaluation of $3.8 at their initial pu public offering. But um, by July of that year, okay, July, uh, July of 2019, they were already worth 11.7 billion, okay? That's huge. And I got to see that, you know, myself watching the stock just go up and up and up. So I was really happy that I got in on the IPO and everything went really, really well. So kudos, you know, um, this brand has really done a lot in consumer education they have you know kind of shared a lot of in information with people regarding why this is a great alternative for people especially who really do like the taste of meat because they have put a lot of time and research into getting the taste right it also smells good on the grill okay um i had witnessed it being grilled and had it on the grill and it you get that grilled smell, okay? It smells like you got something on there. You get a little sizzle, you know, things are coming out of it and everything. You get the juice. So lots of research went into it. So again, just very cool stuff. Kudos, um, because again, you know, I always like to talk from the kind of business standpoint um, behind it so that we can kind of get motivated and just kind of see like what works and, you know, we don't need to be on NASDAQ and all that. We just want to kind of get our business to the point that is thriving and for whatever that means to us as individuals. So I think that this is just a great example um, of how to set some realistic expectations. You know, it does take a while to get, get things going, but again, wildly successful. And now um, this meat is available or this meat substitute, I should say, is available almost worldwide at this point. Some other places that you can actually get this that I have actually tried it, okay, are, is at Carl's Jr. That's probably about the only thing. Um, yeah, let me not be too crazy and say too many things. I don't like slamming people, guys, but here it's also available at A&W, Del Taco, Dunkin'. Um, I did have it at Friday's. That it also was pretty good there as well. And then, of course, it is tied into a lot of the major food um, food grocery chains, uh, grocery stores, such as ShopRite, Giant, Safeway, Sprouts. I didn't know they had it at Target. Publix, Ingles, and Walmart as well. So um, that's huge. That's huge. This company has just been running 
fast and furiously with it, you know, to educate everyone on the brand and then open as many doors as possible, getting into the same places that regular meats ever are being sold. So kudos. Um, so again, I did get to actually go to the El Segundo facility and actually meet with him, um, not just because I was like cool enough to go there and do that, but just coincidentally through um, a job that I was doing, um, a project that I was brought on board to do, um, and I was able to, you know, meet him and everything. So again, that was super cool. Very nice facility, very nice team, very nice brand. They gave me a hat, which was super cool. They gave me a t-shirt too, and just were so warm and friendly and down to earth. And I really think that says a lot because when you can tell people are genuinely nice and down to earth, it makes you trust and value the brand because you're like, okay, you know, you see their integrity and that same integrity goes into the product. So, so guys, I have to give this thumbs up, like high fives, thumbs up, everything. I really like this brand. I like the way it tastes. I like that it is available in so many different places. Um, I like the price point as well. I don't think it's too bad for what you're getting, okay? And it tastes pretty good. So I hope that if you are considering maybe transitioning into a different type of product, you know, maybe you have to do so for health reasons or what have you, you may want to give this one a shot. I liked it. So guys, that's it for today. I hope you have found this information to be beneficial. Thank you so much for listening to How They Did It and Why. Have a great day and we'll see you in the next episode.